There's some fireworks going on outside. I don't hear it. You don't hear it? I'm gaslight- am I gaslighting you now? You're not gaslighting me because you're not telling me that there are no fireworks. You're telling me that you cannot hear the fireworks. I mean, I look like I'm in a, I look like I'm in a mental institution right now, so I don't think I am in any position to tell you this. Josh, tell us about where you are right now. Is it in fact a mental institution? You've just been lying to us about some quote unquote study. <laughs> it does look like like I am in like a... You're in like a windowless white room right now. I am in a windowless white room right now. Very small. In order to do this podcast. And you're in a straight jacket. That is, that is incorrect. She's now mixing. Oh. Aya is mixing fact with fiction. Anyway. <laughs> uh, whoops. <laughs> I'm doing a clinical trial or study. You get to make some money this way. And basically, I'm spending two weeks at this clinic where they, you know, they gave me this experimental drug for HIV. I don't have HIV. It's in healthy people. And it didn't do anything to me. They basically just draw my blood and check my vitals and stuff for two weeks. And otherwise, I just get to chill and play games and meet friends. I made some friends here. Oh, that's nice. They're all real. I promise they're real. Yeah, we all (laughs) believe you. Yeah. (laughs) Me and all my friends back here that you can totally see as well. Yeah, so, you know, that's why. So I guess, you you know, I can't really gaslight you uh, (laughs) about these fireworks because I don't know what's real. (laughs) Yeah. So what kind of games do you play there? I'm just a little bit curious about your situation there. Um, well, I mean, they have like board games and stuff, but you want to know what's really cool? Somebody here brought their Oculus, which is a virtual reality headset. That's so fun. And it's it's the coolest thing. I have been dreaming of virtual reality since I was a child. I kind of tried one of these virtual reality things at a place at a bachelor party a while ago, but that was like the only time I'd ever done it. And now I really, I tried this thing. I'm like, holy crap, this thing costs like what, $300? And it, it's immersive virtual reality. I was right. really impressed. So I'm going to buy one as soon as I get out of here. Awesome. <laughs> as soon as I bust out of this joint. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you bust out of the joint, you know, the world's, it will have changed. Yeah, as soon as I get out, it's, it's going to be weird. Is it going to be a, a worldwide pandemic? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that is, a th- I didn't want to be the one to tell you, but uh, I guess you have some sources on the outside. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was just guessing, you know, it seemed like. Do you have outside time or? There's like a small patio. <laughs> and you can kind of like go there to like we do we eat we have scheduled meals yeah of course you do because of course they want to they want to control for all these variables um in this quote-unquote study right uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. i think some people have gone for walks but i always miss the walks oh my god what is it like while you're sleeping or something well like a scheduled walk outside of the compound outside of the jail i think they take them a little bit outside it's not a jail it's a clinic Ooh. outside of the sorry the institution <laughs> yeah a little bit i guess but i've missed okay. them all so oh my god josh come on get get your shit together i'm always sleeping you know why because i was editing i was editing our last episode so late it messed up my sleep cycle oh so it's my fault you didn't go for a walk i wouldn't blame you exclusively i blame you mostly <laughs> It's your fault. It's, it's, my, it's basically me. Yeah. It's basically you. Okay, it's fine. We don't have to play the blame game. Okay, we've talked enough about me in this study. I want to know right. uh, how your day is going, Aya. How's your week? My day is going great. My week is good. Um, Yeah, I'm good. Aya, come on. You got to share more yeah. than that, all right? I don't think I do because I don't really have anything to share. I, that's what people who don't want to share always say. Yeah. So I can't trust it. <laughs> No, but I mean, what what can I do? If you haven't noticed, it is a pandemic. Oh, I have news, actually. Okay, there you go. I got my first um, vaccination. Ooh, when when did you get your vaccination? My COVID vaccination on last Thursday, May okay. 20th. 
I was like kind of crazy about like signing up. So when it opened up to 18 and plus last Tuesday, I was like there at 7.30 a.m. And you all know how I feel about waking up early. Actually, maybe you don't know. Josh, you know how I feel about waking up early. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not a fan, but I did it for that. So that's cool. I then I'm already vaccinated. So that makes me, I guess, better than you. But um, although I got Pfizer and you got Moderna. You're part of the Pfizer family. The what? The Pfizer family. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I'm part of the Moderna mafia. Um, all right. I don't want to get into a competition about this with you, but who's better oh, or not? Segway, but... segway queen strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> but before you, before we go forward, are you feeling okay after your vaccine? Yeah, I feel great. I just had a sore arm. Like it felt like, well, it just felt like I had worked out one arm extensively to the yeah. point of pain and then like couldn't sleep, but I, it was fine. Cause it felt like muscle pain and I feel like muscle pain. Was it fine or was it fine? It was fine because I, <laughs> you know, muscle pain is right, very you, manageable. I feel what, what Josh, you want to, you want to make another puffun? Did you have puffun? A pun, another pun. <laughs> I was trying to do it with uh, the word pain. I was trying to do it with the word pain, but then I realized, no, it has to be a word that starts already, with F. Yeah. Yeah. Do you need a minute? It's okay. Yeah. Is um, it fine? <laughs> it's fine. I, uh, when I got my first uh, shot, actually, I think it was similar my arm was like horribly in pain basically for or just like really really sore for a day or two but yeah. I was otherwise fine not but fine yeah it was totally worth it I was happy every time I felt the pain you were like good an immune response of some sort yeah I, then, I was I was so then, excited I was like oh my god I got and then, I yeah <laughs> and then my second <laughs> shot um which you I mean you're way behind so you don't know but go uh fuck yourself. um go fuck yourself <laughs> go fuck yourself <laughs> uh yeah be careful what you say to the moderna mafia here we'll come for you um <laughs> and, you know it's at least it's not like being part of the sputnik spies yeah I came up with that I, one. my mom um texted me while i was like doing the 15 minute wait just to make sure you know you don't have an allergic reaction afterwards and she's like oh which one did you get so i wrote sputnik hope that's all right like she... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and i was like no i got Pfizer. You're not part of the Johnson and Johnson Jews. Yeah. <laughs> Who, who's who's making these up? Is this just you? And why I, are you picking these terrible? Okay. The Moderna and Pfizer ones, I didn't make up. The other ones okay. I made up. Because I figure we need one for AstraZeneca. The AstraZeneca, like, acolytes? The AstraZeneca accidents? What do we, <laughs> what do we want to call them? Um, assistance. I was just thinking the word assistance. Yeah. The AstraZeneca asses. That's terrible, asses, Josh. Geez. But you're telling me that I didn't say that. You just said asses. Yeah, I did. Now I'm gaslighting you. See, that's what <laughs> oh, yeah. gaslighting is. Oh, thank you for teaching me. <laughs> Anytime. Oh my god, this could be the longest intro. That's ever. A, I don't care. This is important. We're talking about important vaccine-related info. Yeah. Um. Anyways, the second <laughs> vaccine shot, I I didn't feel that bad, but I know some people. Um. Actually, I've heard that women respond a little bit more harshly to the vaccines. And men, it seems to be the case, but maybe that's just anecdotal. I don't know. I guess I we'll know. find out. There's like more I, going on. I don't um, mind. Give me, give me a response. I want to feel the. Yeah, you like response. you want. You like I want to be a masochist. I want it. <laughs> what? No, I just. <laughs> I know I, it's immune response is good. It means that your body's. Yeah, like, knows how to I was so excited. I like I hate noodles, but I was there like all like oh my god, and the nurse was like telling me all the stuff, and I was like I'm so excited to get this, and she was like, what is wrong with this girl? <laughs> like no no i'm sure she gets that a lot hopefully 
Okay. What are we what are we talking about? What's going on today? Yeah, so um today we well, aren't we gonna welcome everybody? Are gonna welcome you. So welcome <laughs> back. Welcome back to Adulthood Friends. This is the discussion-based podcast where two former childhood acquaintances, now supposedly friends, discuss totally. the things that supposedly <laughs> supposedly <laughs> matter. <laughs> and supposedly is your adverb of the week. Right. And uh, I'm Aya. I'm Josh. And today we've got episode 23. 23. And today, as you know, because you clicked on it, potentially we're talking about competition. So are you competitive? When is it a good thing? When might it be bad? Or how might it become (laughs) toxic? (laughs) Yeah. And how do you deal with losing? Are you a good loser? Do you have maybe some issues with that? And um, yeah. Any any questions from you, Josh? Anything you want to add? Nope. Should we just get into it then? Yeah, I don't want to compete with your uh, your, your prologue there. Good. No competing with it. Yeah, I know how you get. <laughs> we all know how I get. Okay. Let's get into it. Hi, Josh. Sup, Aya. I'm gonna start by asking you, even though I kind of know the answer. Are you competitive? You think you know the answer to this? I think I know you well enough. I mean, I remember as kids, actually, it's hard to know. I shouldn't assume that I know. But as kids, I don't know. I don't remember you being excessively competitive. What do you think? What is the answer to it? What are you, are you saying? I'm not. A well, now I don't know. Now I'm questioning what I thought. What were you going to say? Gonna I, say to... I was going to say no. I was going to say like, you're a good loser. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Aya. Reminded me of all the kids that bullied me in oh, elementary that came school. Out so wrong. You're that such a loser, was... Josh. <laughs> that was not, not my intention. You're a I good like, loser. I meant you were a graceful loser. I know what you mean, but any type of so you're just saying I'm I'm a loser either way. Is that what you're saying? Like, I meant you're not a dick about it when you lose. Like yeah, you'd be like, so not okay. you were being nice to me, and I still had to. I was. On you. It it's okay. It came out pretty bad as soon as I heard it. Like I. <laughs> Um, but you know what I mean? I meant you're, you're a graceful loser and a graceful winner mm-hmm. as well. You're, you're so, a good sport. A good sport yeah, is what I, I was looking for, but I actually don't know now. I'm wondering. Well, Maybe I'd like to kind of a little, okay, I'll let you talk. Okay, <laughs> no, I want to know what you think now. <laughs> no, I, I don't, I don't want to say anything else. Cause I'm just, gonna, uh, uh, I'd like to believe that I am a, like you said, like a graceful winner or loser, but at the heart, I am pretty competitive. Right. Um, actually, I do. Oh, it's interesting. I think about all these things about which I'm competitive about, but maybe not in like my girlfriend's pretty competitive, right? And like if we're playing like a, a game, let's say a card game, you ever played Bang? No. It's a lot of fun. You should. Anyway. Is it like speed or something? No, it it's like, like a, it. no, it involves like playing. It's like rummy? No, it's, in, it's an actual, like you play like these, it's not worth explaining. Is it like go fish? <laughs> No, it's not like a simple card game. It's like an actual, like, you have characters and stuff and you shoot each other to duel them and stuff. Is it like Risk? No, it's a Is it like Monopoly? (laughs) I mean, only in the way that uh, you can destroy friendships. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've never heard of this game. Okay. Bang. Bang's a great game. Um, I believe you. I don't know. We would play these, these games with each other and... Like she's got that competitive spirit where like I love to win, but she definitely frustrates her for a little bit if she doesn't, it's, if she loses. She needs to win. You she like need, to win, 
she needs to win. Yeah. Is that what you would say? Yeah, I think that's a I really care about winning. I get I get competitive, but I don't I, I feel like I get fun competitive. I do care about, you know, fairness and sticking to the rules. And, you know, if I feel like I'm losing due to something being unfair, yeah. then that bothers me and I'll like point it out. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. But yeah, I don't know. Ever since I was a kid, like I, I played a lot of video games. We played like the Nintendo 64 and I have two younger brothers. So we right. would obviously compete with each other yeah. um, and play like a lot of like, let's say shooting games. I remember playing this one game, uh, GoldenEye is a classic, but there was GoldenEye and Perfect Dark were some of my favorites. And I play with my brothers, but it's, I think something that's tied into that competitiveness is also like control. Mm. I, I felt like I actually needed a lot of control. I felt like I had this idea of myself as like the oldest brother. Uh, my best friend uh, back in Canada still makes fun of me for this. Because uh, I always needed to be like controller number one. It really bothered me if I was uh-huh. like controller number two or three. Yeah. You need to be the one clicking. I needed to be the one the... in control. And also number one, in my mind, I maybe it's like an obsessive thing, but I'm like, I'm the oldest brother, the middle brother. He should be like number two. And then right. the next one should be three. I don't know why, but it like bothered me if it wasn't like that. Mm. Yeah, I can recognize that now is ridiculous. But even to this day, if I'm not the first controller, there's a little bit of a, I feel something. Like it feels... Uh, yeah, you know? especially because you're watching someone else do things and you're like, I would do it faster or I would do it different or I just, the fact that you see things happening and you're not the one controlling them. I don't know. There's a bit of that, but also anyway, yeah. I think it's, we could talk about how it is, but I think it's tied into competition okay. a little bit. Um, but yeah, I did. I loved competing with them, but I didn't need to win. I wasn't like angry if I didn't win. That's good. Yeah. But I love competition. I'm big, yeah. big into that. You know, I played sports too when I was a kid and I wasn't the best yeah. at it. So maybe that's why if I was like, I guess if you're like really good at something and you think you could be the best, that might also contribute. Sometimes, but I mean, what about you? How about me? What? <laughs> are you are you a pretty competitive person, Aya? Well, what do you think? He's turning it all. You've on known me. me. You've known me uh, for a long time. No, I you want you to guess the way I guess. You, you definitely have some competitiveness uh, in you. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And have you seen me as a graceful loser? Have I played a lot of games with you, though? I don't know. Maybe we haven't played a lot of games, like, s- literally since we were children. We, we played chess together online. Yeah, and I already kind of accepted. And I could tell it annoys you, <laughs> like, every time I win. <laughs> you accepted that you would lose yeah. from the start a bunch because I'm, you know, I'm just kind of, I've been playing longer. But even so, I can tell that it's, I don't know, it's not like, yeah, let's do it again. Like, you'll do another one, but it's, uh. <laughs> like, yeah, every time. Yeah, there's a part of me that die is every time I lose no it's um <laughs> yeah no I actually it's something I've kind of I think I've progressed quite a bit on it like I used to be pretty bad about pretty bad. losing yeah did you play a lot of games like in school with your friends and it, I think it mostly came out when I played with my family like with my brothers we would play games and mm. I was always the Similarly. worst yes except I was the youngest by a lot um I still right. am <laughs> so like my oldest brother's 10 years older than me my middle brother's five years older my middle brother is extremely competitive like to the point that he's the one who like yeah. flips the board when he doesn't Elon. win or like yeah really people uh, do well a board, a board not as an adult he, he, was. he was a board flipper as a child yeah or like um i mean he's just extremely competitive and he is very good at a lot of things but he'll like he's like intensely well it's probably the thing like being good at now do you think being competitive makes you better at things or is it because you're good at something that makes you competitive? I think it's a bit of both because 
there's got to be a personality type that is naturally going to be better at things. So like if you think about the personality traits that make someone good at something, mm-hmm. they're usually kind of, you know, um, more assertive. There are different traits that make someone competitive. And I think those are the same traits, like the type A traits. The type A personality thing. Yeah. And they're also the things that can that can make you pissed off when you don't get your way, right? Like Is that part the same of the traits drive. That like when you're driving, oh, it's funny you said the word drive. I was saying when you're driving a car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, is that some of the same traits that make you like an angry driver? Probably, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, I think it is like that drive, like that need to be better all the time. And it's not just to be better than yourself and to constantly improve, but like to be better than everyone else. And if you're not, then it's mm-hmm. like, Whoa. I'm not that bad. I mean, I'm also not that good at things. So like, I feel like maybe that, that tempers difference. it a bit. Yeah. yeah well, so if I think something you're good at, then you've got to be the best. Like, like, this is my thing. I need to win this. This is me. This is what defines me a little bit. Yeah. So it comes out sometimes, unfortunately. And I really try to like rein it in because if I think I'm good at something, it's like, I can't like if I lose, it's like I'll have I, I just won't be OK. Like I, I won't handle it well, whether outwardly or not, like in my brain, I will not be happy. And I think <laughs> that like if you're not good at things, so like even so chess is actually a good example. I kind of recognize, OK, this is not a skill that I naturally have. I'm not great at at chess just overall. So when we play, you're not bad. I mean, whatever. I'm not bad. You've I, been I, getting better every time. You're going to get good enough soon that you're going to uh, get angry uh, okay. when you lose. <laughs> I, I don't need your. Well, no, that's the thing. I, I'm almost better off just kind of being okay with the playing. I play with friends. It's fun. Pandora's it's box has been opened. Yeah. It's better that I don't get too crazy about it because when I put a lot of effort into it, I'm like, now I need to win. Whereas the less, when I put less effort into it, it's like, I can just enjoy it. I can just enjoy the strategy. I can enjoy the fact that I'm connecting with my friends in a like, you know, yeah. gamey way. So that's, that's fine. But when my example with my brothers, I remember when we used to play risk, like almost every week and I often lost cause I would just play. I just, I wasn't a very good player at that. And I would often cry <laughs> also cause they like, cause they would be like, Oh, why would you do that? And like, they, they showed no mercy. I, I mean, like my brothers are awesome, but like, there's no like letting the younger person win in our family like you don't let anyone yeah win. i don't like no doing one is that allowed. i don't like when people and do no that to should. me i like no i don't I either people who used to let me win at chess and stuff i'm like what are you doing it made yeah. me that made me upset i'm like don't let that me would win. make me upset too yeah I'd be like, if I, win, I don't yeah then i don't earn, i didn't earn the win like yeah and yeah. also like do you think i'm so pathetic that i need you to to play not as well come on play well like what are you doing yeah no, I think it's better. Have you ever heard this? Like, I, I think my, my dad said this to me once or somebody said it. Like, it's better to be the dumbest of a group of smart people than the smartest of a group of dumb people. Yeah, like, that's great. It's, yeah. it's better. I, I do believe it's better to surround yourself with people who are... People who will challenge you. Right? Yeah, exactly. I want to be challenged. And being challenged means you're not necessarily going to win mm-hmm. or whatever that thing is. But that's how you grow and that's how you improve and get better. So yeah. in recognizing that, I actually love the thrill of the fight or the thrill of the, right. the challenge, you know? Well, and that's great. Yeah, sure. There's that little momentary, ugh, you know, whatever. But so it depends how you define competition. That to me is like real competition. Like right. just winning against somebody isn't really competition. No, you know? no. So competition is kind of having an extrinsic motivation for some, or an extrinsic incentive for something. So like something from outside of you that 
has decided that this is the game and these are the things you have to do to to get ahead in it. Right. Do you feel like as a, as a competitive person, I'm not saying you fully are. But... I'm not, ex I'm not really competitive anymore. Okay. So, but you understand it well enough, maybe to answer this question. I do. So do you feel like you look at things that other people might not even see as a competition as a competition? Oh yeah. For like sure. is driving a competition, for example? No, driving is not one of the things because I, I want to just be safe. Like that's something where like you could die. So I don't, <laughs> although sometimes if someone passes me aggressively, I'm like, oh, I'll show them. And I'm like, wait, wait, why would I show That's them? That's what I'm asking. Like, do you suddenly like, oh, it's on, it's on. It does something kind of awakens, but I'm like, no, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, what am I gonna drag race every like jerk who passes me? What? <laughs> no, but there is some part of me that wants, there's a tiny competitive monster that's like, get him, you'll show him. And it's like, what am I gonna show him? I'm not gonna show them anything. It's not like people who lose are like, oh, you have bested me. No. You're gonna show them what quadriplegia feels like. Yeah, and that's a dark <laughs> joke. That's a really dark joke. Yeah, well, both, so. I mean, not just him, but both of you. Okay, uh, let's not make the car accident jokes. Okay. Well, I think it's important to note what competitiveness <laughs> and driving right, okay. can lead yeah, to. Yeah, no, I'm not, I, I'm not a competitive driver. I don't wanna be a drag racer, um, so yeah. Yeah. So are there, are there other things though, like that you feel you make or someone who's competitive can make into right. a competition that isn't, or that shouldn't be uh, like really competitive people, even like argument or conversation becomes competitive. There was this guy that I lived with, won't name names, not that he listens to this, but he lived with me for like a couple of years in this house. And he was always just kind of a dick to me. Mm -hmm. And I didn't understand why I was like, always trying to be friendly to him. Mm -hmm. Classic Josh. Yeah. And then other people in the house were telling me that, you know, he was doing some similar stuff that I was doing. Oh. And he was like, I don't, not exactly, but like he was trying to make it in certain areas. And I was seen as like the funny guy in the house. And he was known as the funny guy uh, in his life mm. as well. So he was basically seeing me as his like competition and treated me as such. But I didn't look at him as competition. And so. I don't mean that, that like, kind of gives uh, you the, I mean, that kind <laughs> of makes mean, you sound like you're, you're like, I didn't see it as competition. No, I, I mean, I don't see any, but I don't look at people in life as competition is my point. Oh, that's good. I understand how that sounded. Yeah. So he, but he was acting, he was basically fighting a, a battle that I wasn't fighting. Like he's, you yeah. know what I mean? Like that straw man thing. Like he's yeah. competing with someone who wasn't competing with him, but he saw it as a competition from, and other people in the house were telling me, yeah, he's clearly like competing with you. That's why he's responding this way. And I'm like, yeah. well, so then that's part of me recognizes that often in other people. And that's why I, that's why I'll play the fool or play dumb with people because I want them to feel comfortable and not, you don't need to, and not start competing. With you don't me. need to do that. I know, but no, it's not, a, it's not on you though. That's their problem. Like, but I'm like just sensitive what? to that. So, I know, but I, <laughs> I don't think you should have to, mm. I mean, if they want to make a good competition, then let them like. It's their problem. It sucks for them. Well, that led to him treating me badly, though. It sucks for me because he's not being nice right. to me. I guess if you're living with the person, it's a bit different. Yeah, I was living with him. Not only that, I bumped into this guy in France. I, like, he happened to be in France at the same time I was there. I didn't bump into him. And I remember meeting up with this guy with my other friend who was also, I actually mm. was living with as well. We well, I was like surprised him to let, you know, I thought, hey, like your roommate's here. And we met and we went to the Louvre together. And I thought this is going to be fun. And he was just a dick to me the whole time. Oh, see, like, I know of... who the artist of that painting is. And you were like, <laughs> okay, I'm not competing. No, he was no, just, I like, know. I would ask Dick an honest, sincere question. And he would just yeah. make some joke about, like, he'd just put me down constantly. And 
I was very frustrated. It like ruined my experience at the Louvre. Oh, and that sucks. Like I came back home and I, I was like frustrated by that when I eventually got back to the house. He get, he came back from France a little later. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling like my other husband, like I, maybe I was just telling myself, I'm going to like, when I see him, I'm going to give him a piece of my mind and tell him how I feel and call him out for mm-hmm. this and, you know, stand up for myself. And I was so yeah. ready to call him out. And as soon as he got back, he was like, hey, Josh. I'm like, yeah. He's like, dude, I just wanted to apologize. I was a real dick to you in France. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And did he say why? He's like, yeah, I was going through some shit. And I think I was just taking it out on you. Mm. And I'm, I'm really sorry. And I shouldn't have done that. And I was like, yeah, you <laughs> should, shouldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I know I shouldn't have. It was, it was wrong. And I'm like, oh it's okay <laughs> suddenly oh, I have to I of course like, he, I mean what, yeah he took this from me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he took that he gets to be a dick and he gets to take away that moment where I get to stand <laughs> up to him ah anyway <laughs> but you, I, I think, you, you don't really like confronting someone anyways no but I, I I already built myself up to right. do it though it was like a real like I was gonna do this I was so ready and now right. he fucking apologizes like <laughs> <laughs> you think what com- a dick isn't competition really tied to jealousy as well? Like that's I think big... it, it can be jealousy. It can also just be that, you know, your self-worth is kind of based on being better than other people mm. as opposed to just being okay with however you are. I mean, part of what has helped me is just to be like, you're not in like some imaginary competition with everyone. You can be, you can just be you. And one, you'll be less unbearable for people to be around because yeah. no one wants no one wants like nobody wants to be around a person like that it's better to be kind than to be right yeah exactly it's better to be kind than to be right like you're never going to be the the smartest or the funniest or the best looking like it's just it's not going to happen there's always I mean, going to be someone wait, better in the something. world or in the room in the world in general <laughs> like because then it's like you always just start competing with something higher than you if if that's what you're doing right like it doesn't make sense to be competing with everyone all the time. Like, it's not helpful to you. No, I mean, look, I'm a, f- I don't know if you know this. I don't. Aya, did you know that I make movies? What? I no. know, it's crazy. You've never mentioned, never mentioned it, it or before. talked about it extensively. Never. So, in tell- yes, in telling you that I make movies for the first time, <laughs> I'm in an industry where clearly there's a lot of competition. I mean, I think any industry that that can happen but I mean, hmm. like when it comes to like uh, an industry where it seems like it's limited in the amount of people, especially yeah. that can make it, quote unquote, and right, you know, it's also there's a lot of critical judgment of, mm-hmm. of the work, right? Like movies have reviews out there, and there's a lot of pressure to do something good and be good. Yeah. And if you don't do something well, then maybe you're judged by everybody, and yeah. you might not be considered good at what you do, and this is your passion. So you can see how this lends itself to certain competition for sure and i went to usc which is considered the quote-unquote best film school in the world so that's not me that's the rankings in the hollywood what is that yeah and the the competition (laughs) that they set up there yeah (laughs) no this is just you know rankings because rankings are always so helpful and surely not based on anything but the truth uh (laughs) yeah no there's well, yeah, we noticed the sarcasm. I have a bone Don't to worry. pick. Yeah, we can see something going on there. <laughs> Do you have a bone to pick with USC? Would you like to voice it publicly, Grant? Uh, well, just with rank, the idea of rankings and the idea of obviously mm-hmm. USC is like a, a very expensive school and a lot of very the wealthier people can get ahead a lot more easily. You know, and they call it USC University of Spoiled Children, right? And yeah. also, if you're going to be number one in the rankings, I think part of that is the money 
right. element I think that because when I went there I was like okay it's a school there's a lot of good things there's some bad things but there's that but I think also that uh feeling or that atmosphere of it being the quote-unquote best school in the world best film school mm -hmm. in the world yeah. well specifically not just USC but the school of cinematic arts film school at USC that lends itself to like oh my god I'm in the best film school in the world I have to be good I have to like sometimes that's kind of good it makes people rise to the occasion a little bit right but often I think that also makes people get overly competitive with each other and I think that's really problematic because I mean I went into this believing the only person you should compete with is yourself that's great be better than the last yeah be the last be better than the last version of yourself and I kind of in my mind thought oh it's going to be a bunch of mature people here I mean I met a lot of mature people in my undergrad I'm yeah. studying neuroscience and stuff. I'm like, I'm sure it'll be the same here. And instead it got kind of high schoolish again. And like people were being kind of fake and they'd be nice on the surface, but overly competitive. And again, I found like people were competing with me when I wasn't competing with them. And I, but I felt like that often people who did that, that pushed, that isolated them ultimately. Yeah. You know? Sometimes in the moment, it can feel kind of like, uh oh, I'm on the, the bad end of this when they're being competitive with me. And I don't want to compete, but actually that hurt them more than me in the end. I feel the people who are really just good sports and got along with each other, helped each other, celebrated each other's successes. That was those people now are connected today and do stuff together. And filmmaking is one of those things you don't do alone. So um, yeah. I think that being overly competitive can really hurt you. Yeah, I think that's a really good example, because like there are a lot of things that are collaborative or something where having friends helps you. I mean, most things in the world, having friends helps you. So it doesn't make sense to be the person that like, I don't care about anyone. I'm doing my thing and I'm going to be better than you. Like you need other people. Yeah. Like you should be better at being nice to people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A few of my friends now have quote unquote made it. And I won't, I'd be lying if I didn't say that sometimes that initial thought that jumps into my head is like, oh, fuck, like these guys got there first or whatever. Right. Yeah. But I've trained myself not to let that negative sort of competitive feeling get in the way because it's really a negative thing. I don't do what they do. I, I didn't do what they did. You know, I wouldn't have done what they did. We're not doing the yeah. exact same thing. It's like they put the work in, they earned it, especially if they're like good, hardworking people. And they are. Yeah. A couple of my friends um, wrote the uh, the second Creed movie, Creed 2. I remember hearing about it. I'm like, I talked to my friend. I'm like, you wrote Creed 2? And he's like, yeah. Cool. Well, he's co-writing co -writing credit with Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he's like, yeah. I'm like, dude, I, I loved Creed 1. He's Aww. like, yeah, it was great. He's like, I'm like, hey, can you like make it good? He's like, yeah, man. Oh, well, if you asked me, I guess I'll make he it. He was good. like, I'm writing creative. He was like, I'm writing it. Sorry, at the time. And I was like, he's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, cool. Uh, it's so weird. Like, I'm like, holy yeah. crap. Like now stuff that I, that was so distant for me, it's so close. But it, very quickly, especially when it's a, you know, friend, somebody you care about and you do care about their success. Yeah. You feel it as actually a little bit like, that's my friend. Someone I know, someone I went to school with. That's amazing. Yeah. And uh, let's be honest. That could actually only be good for you if your friends do well. One day, right. you know, I can yeah. reach out to my friends, whatever. I'm not saying that's what I'll do. I'm just saying it's better than, than not, right? Yeah. And even if it's not clearly, you know, tangibly good for you, it's not necessarily like, oh, they're going to help you or something. It is good for you in general to send out, I think, like happy, positive thoughts to other yes, people. Even if it's just in your head, thinking I'm happy for that person. 
and feeling it is so much better for you than thinking, oh, how did they get it when I'm doing this? And I mean, it's just like you're the only person you're hurting is yourself with that, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. A loud siren. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you can hear that. Yeah. Yeah, I want to say that. I'm not gaslighting there. I'm not in Los Um, Angeles, but we still have sirens. Yeah, these guys, and just so you know, like these guys are doing like awesome now. Like they just wrote the new Space Jam. Yeah. Oh, so it's the same guys. I was, that's what I thought you were going to bring up. Yeah. That's cool. They wrote Clee 2. They wrote the new Space Jam. They just uh, made this new Netflix film coming out called They Clone Tyrone. uh, With they're working with Jamie Foxx and John Boyega. That's awesome. And it's like they've made, and they've, I think they, they've done a lot of things. They've, they've really done well and they really deserve it. They're two of the most talented and nicest people that I went to school with. Yeah. I'm a dick if I think anything less than, um, good yeah. for them like and even like it's like the self-interest thing it's in your best self-interest to yes. send out like yeah happy goodbye exactly to, to follow up on our last episode yeah yeah absolutely and i think that, but that's the thing you have to so i i was told this by a rabbi once and again i might have brought this up before um it involved jealousy and i think this is very linked and you know we talked about how like you know it, it, let's say you have a roommate right and two roommates that live together let's say one's a filmmaker and one's a nurse, you're actually not going to feel as competitive. And therefore, you're not going to feel as jealous, probably, if the other one succeeds, because it's like so different from what you're doing. Yeah. But let's say it's two nurses living together, and one like succeeds beyond the other, they're both trying to make it, then it's more possible for one to start to feel jealous. And I think that's even that strengthened more if they're a very competitive person. That's why my roommate's a cat. (laughs) That's why your roommate's a cat. I don't know. I think your cat's trying to do some of the same stuff you're doing, you know, like uh, <laughs> sleep. Uh, <laughs> That's true. You no, can and sleep with the cat. No, hiding, uh, <laughs> sleeping. What did you? What was the first thing you said? Eating? No, no, sleep. I said just competing with your cat. Yeah. Yeah. So he was talking about how do you stop that? Like how do you? And he was saying like jealousy is one of those things that he was a rabbi saying that, but I thought this was pretty wise. Um, it's one of those things you want to actually stop not just in action, but you want to stop it in your head before mm-hmm. it even gets to action. It's not just about not doing a good action. You actually have to work on your percep- your perceptions and your um, appraisal of a situation and your feelings. And that's like work that you have to do in your own brain. So similarly, I think, you know, we're talking about competition here. I think it's something that you have to, you know, if your friends are succeeding and mm-hmm. you know, they're doing similar things to what you're doing, Uh, friends roommates whatever it is it's up to you to do the work in your head to uh, not let yourself fall to these base animalistic negative feelings Mm. um that 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 competition with them when you're not actually competing with them unless you're actually competing with them unless you're like doing one of these like uh, game shows and you're competing with each other and you have to like outwit each other but then even then it's still you keep that competition friendly. Yeah, there's still a way to be competitive. Yeah. There's still a, a better way. Yeah. yeah. So I guess what I'm differentiating here is there's times when we're being competitive when we shouldn't be. Mm. And then we have to recognize how not to be competitive if we're a competitive person, especially. Mm. But that's different also than like let's say you're actually in a competition, then how do you act? So So there's a quote that's envy shoots at others and wounds itself. Envy shoots at others and wounds itself. Yes. I've heard some like variations of it. And yeah. And I would say too that like I do differentiate a little between envy and jealousy. 
I think jealousy is a lot more negative. I think envy is a lot more. Mm, I thought the difference was like jealousy is when you feel like someone is taking something that was yours and then envy is you want envy is when you wish you just have what's theirs. Should we look this up? Difference between jealousy and envy. Uh, jealousy occurs when something we already possess is threatened by a third person. And so envy is a two-person situation, whereas jealousy is a three-person situation. Really? Yeah. Envy is a reaction to lacking something. Jealousy is a reaction to the threat of losing something. Usually how's someone. That a, how's that a third person? Jealousy can be just between two people. Um, it can be. I guess the most common is like jealousy in terms of fearing, you know, like being a jealous boyfriend, fearing that you're someone's going to take your girlfriend or something oh that's very specific though you could be jealous of anything you would be envious of other things yeah that seems a little bit (laughs) well i mean jealousy is okay i think the the most concise here is jealousy occurs when something we already possess is threatened by a third person so like if someone's taking i don't know your car like it's hard to imagine it maybe maybe just another person not a third Seems kind okay, of weird person. that it's a third. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to redefine it. I guess that just doesn't seem like the definition, but maybe I'm wrong. Well, now I guess we have to look <laughs> back and consider that for the last, some of the last conversation, we actually intended to say envy and not. I don't, you know what? I think people know what we mean. <laughs> I, people I, but knew anyway. what we meant, but now we're just, we're just, it's okay to be wrong. It's I, part I, of. But I think jealousy is a negative feeling that we want to nip in the bud right away. I think envy so is envy. An, well, envy, yeah, but I think if we recognize our envy, we want to recognize both we're feeling a little jealous or envious. Um, but we can recognize that we're feeling some envy. You're right. I think they're both something you want to stop. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I don't think that one is worse than, they're just different. Like, it's just different contexts. Yeah. So anyways, point is, though, you want to stop that in the thinking phase. You want to, and, and I think the first step in stopping that is you have to acknowledge it. You have to acknowledge you're feeling that way. And it, what is it usually based on? It's based on insecurity. And I think that, again, that being overly competitive, I think we're talking about- Or fear. We have fear and insecurity. Well, that mm-hmm. fear is based on in insecurity, right? We're afraid that we're not good enough, et cetera. Yeah, or that we won't get what we want or- hmm mm-hmm. So we're talking about competition. Is that- we're saying we're talking about being like overly competitive or being jealous. Mm. Those are bad. Is there is there a time when it's when it's good to be competitive? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like it does provide an incentive sometimes to work harder. Like sometimes those hyper competitive people are the ones who succeed at certain things. So it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it has to be under control enough that it's not harming them. Like So the idea is be competitive but be friendly competitive as long as you're able to deal with your own competitiveness and it's not something that uh, like hurts you or others around you because of the way that you're acting like it's like what you said it's okay to feel that envy or that but it's a whole different thing to act on it it's just like anger like when we were talking about that yeah it's okay to feel those feelings another one of those things on them yeah you want to once you have it you can nip it in the bud and then you can practice and train yourself to respond in a healthy yeah. way to those feelings and you can rise above your base animal instincts um and i think that comes from our like animal instinct a little bit those feelings the competitiveness for sure yeah i think yeah. that makes sense or at least though the negative side you know the stuff that comes with that like i i get annoyed when i watch tv shows and movies where i see especially like soap operas where you see people just 
act out really jealous and start saying really stupid things just out of jealousy. And it's very obvious. And I always watch and I go, wow, those characters are dumb. And I don't like that sort of writing because I think that's not realistic. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> and I really, I really take care not to respond that way. But then you come across people who do. And again, like, and you're like, you're like, though, you're just like those movies that I didn't believe were realistic. Exactly. It's like, kind of like, it's kind of like how I didn't believe there were all these dumb people in these zombie movies. And then the pandemic happened and I'm like, oh yeah. yeah wow. People are even dumber than that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But the, I told you about uh, one of my friends who I got, I got into, he actually got me into filmmaking and everything, but then he became, again, I'm saying jealous, but it also is fair to say he got really competitive with me mm. he like because he's he would see himself kind of above me it really bothered him that he thought I was encroaching on his space and he would start to like say things that were like again like movie jealousy do you have an example I have a few examples of this I think but like when I told him uh that my film got into a festival mm. I got into a film festival he was like oh that's uh that's really um uh it's that's great it's great I'm uh yeah, it's good. No, really uh, good, good, good job. Yeah, it's great. Oh my God. Like, uh, yeah, clearly you're happy for me, bro. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and, and he wouldn't, he actually, he didn't come to the film festival. Mm. He said he just couldn't do it. Like, well, the weirdest part was he was the star of the movie. I cast him in the movie too. He was also a filmmaker, <laughs> yeah. but I'm like, dude, this mm. is your, you can own this achievement as well. Like, yeah. This is yours, but he couldn't, he couldn't get past that. And then when I got into um, USC, I remember he was like, uh, most people were like, congratulations. It's hard to get into the best film school in the world. And he was just like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know why you want to, you know, go to more school, but, uh, you know, you do you. I mean, that's, that's cool. Rude. It was just like, it's okay. Like, yeah. and then he, and then he ended up going to school himself the next year again to, to like a, some sort of film school. And I remember he eventually said to me, he's like, Hey man, I just want to let you know, like we were on the phone once. He's like, I can't hear about, like, I don't think I can hear about all the good things that are happening in your life. Yeah. I just can't take that. I guess it was honest, but like it was. Yeah. Really at least he was honest. Upset. Yeah. I said, okay, but just for your information, if you can't be happy for what's going on in my life, it's going to be very hard for me to want to be happy for what's going on in yours. Yeah. Like I really would be happy for him. I really had these, I had this dream of us doing stuff together and working together. But that was me. I was dreaming of doing stuff together with him and he was dreaming of beating me. So he was being competitive and mm -hmm. I was being collaborative and I'd rather be collaborative than competitive. That's great. Mm -hmm. I think that's... Oh, that sounds good. That has my sort of ring to it. Yeah, that sounds really good. <laughs> I'd rather be collaborative than competitive because like I'm not a jerk. No, that's great, Josh. Yeah. yeah. And then we can be competitive. Then we can be competitive together. Yeah. And then we can can be competitive against other people who aren't as collaborative yeah. as us yeah we can be a team team competition exactly yeah i wanted to bring up the idea of non-striving have you ever heard this josh i have not heard of that no okay so Ishmael. it's one of the dr ishai <laughs> i mean this is nothing to do with my doctor but okay i will teach you okay so non-striving yeah so there's this idea of non-striving it's one of the pillars of mindfulness meditation um, and just mindfulness. Oh, I don't know that. I don't know that crap. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, I want to do an episode on mindfulness meditation where I'm going to make you meditate. Are you going to do that episode by yourself or? No, I'm going to make you, you're going to be the subject. You're going to meditate. Okay. You haven't meditated since grade two, right? Is it just an episode where I'm going to meditate so hard that you're not even going to hear from me the entire episode? Good. Wow. <laughs> that would actually be really impressive. I know, but I, it's, it's almost like <laughs> I wasn't even there at all. <laughs> yeah, but I'll see your... 
All right. I'll, put, I'll just put a photo of me or I'll just loop a video oh of God. me and then send it to you and you'll think, uh-huh. oh, Josh is really good at this. Wow, he's so quiet. Of just you with your eyes closed. Yeah. Yeah. And you ask me questions. I don't respond. You're like, wow, he's really, he's really into that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm striving. Yeah. Are you ready? Are you, do you have I'm an ready. open mind right now? I'm All open. Right. So non-striving and acceptance so the idea is like to disconnect our energy and emotions that are tied to the outcome of whatever we're doing and Mm. focusing instead on simply being fully present so instead of focusing so thinking in the moment so let's say you're in a i don't know playing a soccer game and instead of focusing on the outcome like is our team going to win you're just focusing on being in the moment I mean, that's not a good example. Let's think of a better example. No, I get that though. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah let's give or more like, examples. Examples are good. Examples are good. Actually, it came up like when we were doing, I've taken a few different like mindfulness things. And one of them, we did a bit of yoga. And one of the things they tell you is like, don't look around to compare how flexible you are compared to other people or like, and that was actually mm. really hard for me to do. So I'm, I, like I've mentioned a million times, I used to do dance and I like, just, I was actually going to bring that up earlier and ask you if that can, like part of your competitive spirit. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because it, I don't know if you've ever seen a dance studio, but it's like, it's lined with mirrors, mirrors on every yeah. side, all these mirrors you're supposed to be watching and making sure that you're doing better. And like, um, you know, there's natural competition that comes up. It's a bunch of, isn't it also for watching yourself though? Not for watching. No, no, it's watching. It's for watching yourself. Yeah. It's not for watching others. It's for watching yourself, but you're constantly like, if I'm trying to do the splits and I see the girl next to me is further down on the floor, right? I'm not doing as well as I should be. Or like, they would point out to us like, Oh, like this person, like you've got to keep working on these. Like, and then other people be like, I need a mat so I can put like, you know, the front leg up. Wait, how do you compete in doing the splits? I mean, you just, that's practice. Well, you just, you can't do better. Well, you can, yeah. You just break your legs. Like if you can't, you can't. No, you don't break. You can't like, Um, you can't like, you can't do it like better than somebody else in the moment. You just have to be flexible enough to do it. Right. No, not in the moment, but it's one of those things that like, if you're not good at it, you're like, okay, I have to do, I have to stretch every day until I can do this better. Right. Yeah. So when I was in a class and they said like, so this was part of like the mindfulness class. They were like, you're going to focus on not paying attention to anyone else. Just work on it yourself. You're not competing. You're not. And I was like, that is so hard. I'm so used to like, also now, because I'm like, I did dance. I'm like, I better be the best. Like I better be the most flexible in this room of like, who are these people? Yeah. That's rude. It's very rude, but that is what. That's what, that's the, what goes into your head. It's what goes into my head. It's what I'm used to. And I mean, even like, and it's not to say that I'm amazing at it, but like, if you're the one who went to to whatever school for 15 years, you expect that you're going to have some skills from it. But it was good for me because then you're free. You're you're kind of freed like to do the non-striving and just acceptance of whatever's happening. You're just focusing on yourself. It's a lot better than like looking around like, ooh, am I doing better than the other people? Just focus on yourself. Like if you just look forward and like look at yourself yeah. and yourself, but like look ahead, don't look back at other people, right? Yeah. If you just keep focusing on yourself when you're and, and look forward, when you finally do look back, you'll be like, oh crap, I'm actually ahead of a lot of people now. Like, but that's not the like that's not, not the, the point. Not the but point. often it does like that's counterintuitively yeah. actually end up with you doing better. Is that, exactly. sorry, that's that's my point. Yeah. Okay. No, no, you're you're right. Thank you for for clarifying that. Um, that is my point. Okay. The point is not to compare yourself with other people. 
but then it's just that when you focus, it's just kind of a natural thing that happens when you do focus on bettering yourself and really, you know, commit to that. Then one day when you do look around, you'll, yeah. you'll find out, oh, wow, like that's, they're kind of in my rear view mirror now, some of these people. Yeah. And you do, you do a better job is what I'm saying, at getting ahead, quote unquote, if you focus on yourself. You do a better job. And I think we can take out the getting ahead because even if you don't yeah. end up getting ahead, you still do a better job. So if I'm not looking around, I don't mean getting ahead matter. of other people. I mean, getting ahead of where you, yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So even if I'm, if I'm not looking around, then I can actually focus on what I'm doing the best and I will be better than, I like your example of just being better than yourself yesterday mm-hmm. or just being the best you can be right now and not worrying about how you were yesterday or how you'll be tomorrow, but just like. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I do think it's okay to be competitive with yourself to a degree, but you also have to practice uh, treating yourself with kindness and respect. Yeah, and, you're also going to get older and you're not going to get better at things. <laughs> some things, yes, yeah, some things, no, right? <laughs> yeah, but I just mean like in terms of physical activity, you're probably not, not going to be, it's not going to be easier it. to do the splits as you get older. No. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I was thinking about it because like I know some people and some of them are my friends who get a little, we'll say pretentious about a subject. Mm-hmm. And it seems are you that talking they... about me right now. I feel like you're talking about me. I wasn't, but I guess the fact that you thought I was means that you relate to this. Um, (laughs) Well, I'm thinking of this one friend. And again, this is one of my like best friends. I love this guy, but you love this guy, but here's a bunch of terrible stuff. I'm going to say it's not terrible. It's not so terrible. It's a, it's a natural thing. I mean, he went to school for screenwriting. Mm -hmm. And again, I think this is easy for a lot of people to relate to, but he put years and years of work into being a screenwriter and doing that and so he can call himself a screenwriter. So he, you know, he wrote scripts so he can call himself a screenwriter, right? Suddenly he sees there's a bit of a hierarchy to it, right? That's how it starts mm-hmm. to feel. And then somebody else comes along one day in our, our group and she's like, I want to write. Mm-hmm. I want to write too. Can I write one of these? We were working on a project together, these episodes for a show. She's like, can I, can I write this thing? And I could sense immediately in him, there was like pushback there. I, I hope so. God, if, again, if he's listening to this right now, like, this is a natural thing. I think it happens with a lot of people and he's very incredible at what he does. But yeah, there was definitely some pushback to this other person writing now. And it was like, we were both trying to figure out like, why? Like, why can't she just yeah. write? Like, let her do, let her try. Yeah. It's, you know, um, she could be all right. And in his mind, again, there's a hierarchy to this thing. You have to go to school for this. You have to do this. You have to do that. If you're going to do it, you have to start here and start there. And I was just, I'm just basically like, I'm sorry, that's not how it works. Like you went to school for you to make, you knew that was the best way for you to improve and get better. It's not to put you ahead of other people. She might take a different path and that's fine. And I'm sorry, like things like writing, like anybody can do it. Yeah. Well, can, you can, you know, perfect your work, but it's a very, it's a subjective thing. It's a very personal yeah. thing. All you have to do is be literate and you can write. And even that, you don't really have to. Yeah, he was feeling very competitive there, I can tell. And I think part of that is the amount of work you put into something. The amount of effort and time that you put into it makes you feel like it's a ladder a little bit and you're farther up this ladder. And in that case, I guess you respect people more, at least that have climbed that same ladder as you. And, you know, where along that ladder they are is where you feel like they're worthy competition or whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. But the fact that it was like, it started to feel threatened just by the idea of somebody not even approaching, going to the ladder, like mm-hmm. just going in the door and the side of the building. 
<laughs> you know, I think that that's like not a healthy way of thinking either, right? It's it's really about like we were saying, focusing on on you and what's best for you, competing with yourself, not with other people. Because um, again, if you compete with other people in that regard, that's a way. That's a really easy way to go off track. Like if there is just one like way forward. I understand that a little better, but if there's like multiple ways forward, you want to stay on your track and how you improve. If you're like going down your path and you see somebody else did it a different way and suddenly you feel threatened by how well they've done. So you like quit the way you're doing it. And then you start, you know, competing with them in their zone. That's like really unhelpful. Yeah. To everyone. You're already the way that you're doing it. your own improvement focus on your path. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's multiple ways to get to the same place and to recognize that means I mean, maybe this is a good way of looking at it. You know, I was saying like two people who are doing the same thing, feel more competitive with each other or and jealousy can come out of that and all that stuff. Well, don't look at it as you're doing the same thing. Look at it as even if you're doing the same thing, you're taking different paths, maybe mm-hmm. to a similar kind of result. So you can still look at it as you're doing very different things, even if you're doing the quote unquote same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's some good advice for us. I hope that was clear. I think it was. <laughs> yeah. I think that was a good a good spot to start wrapping up with some good advice oh yeah you don't have any other notes to touch on there i mean i was going to talk a little bit about fear of failure you know how like often wait wait wait, wait. bring up fear of failure like let's see you're excited about it a little bit so (laughs) (sighs) i guess it's just the i think sometimes like you can almost give up before it sometimes it's the hyper competitive people who give up before they've really tried because if you really try and you fail then it's like then you really have to feel that failure. Whereas if you don't really try, it's like, oh, I didn't even really try. And I think I'm often one of those people too. I really relate to that. But I would argue that true competition, because I think healthy competition is a good thing. And true competition, if you're being truly competitive, then fear of failure isn't, isn't part of that spirit. I mean, but fear of failure is a very common feeling in competition i know but i think you're just saying it's not part of healthy competition yeah yeah if you're but if you're truly like a competitive i'm we're talking about being competitiveness as like a bad thing but i think there's two types of competitive a little bit right there's unhealthy and healthy competition healthy competition the kind that is actually you know good for you and getting getting ahead for yourself i think that involves beating fear of failure like being competitive means not uh, being afraid to fail that's like true competition. It's like true healthy competition, unhealthy competition. Um, I think that fear of failure is, I don't know. I'm not saying you shouldn't have fear of failure, but I mean like acting on that fear of failure, mm. like being afraid to compete because you have a fear of failure. Isn't really being competitive, is it? No, it's kind of opting out because of the feeling of competitiveness. Yeah. So that's unhealthy to me, competitiveness. And then like getting past that feeling is healthy competitiveness, mm. right? It's, it's making it about but it's making about your own growth. Yeah. Isn't there something in some ways, I think like competition can be harmful in that it can take away from our natural motivations or our natural enjoyment, like our intrinsic motivations or our intrinsic, just the incentive just to do something, to do it. Instead, it becomes something where it's to get something or to that's true i mean yeah. that so can happen it, it to can a lot of replace people. that yeah yeah but we have to be careful not to let it replace that. right yeah i do you feel like my last question to you is do you feel this podcast uh have you ever felt competitive with me doing this no in any way no i guess not i don't think so i guess i should think about that um oh there was one time when your friend said that i was funny and you were like, but what about me? And I was like, hee, 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 they think I'm funny. <laughs> but that was it. You're like, I want to be funnier than Josh on the podcast. 
<laughs> no, I, I don't know that I wanted to be. I think I just, I liked the idea that people found me funny. Not that they didn't find you funny. I'm sure they did, but there was a. You, you're naturally funny. Not really. You don't have to even try. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I think you're so nice, and like at every moment, I feel like this podcast would not happen without you. So I don't see how I well, that could was nice of you. be competitive with you. No, seriously, every day that we do it, it's because of you. Because I am the, like, I, I'm so, I mean, we talked about this in burnout. We talked about it in like, yeah, that was the main one where we burnout. talked about it in burnout. <laughs> I was going to say laziness and I'm like, that was the same episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I, I would be like, I don't feel like it. Let's just skip this week. Maybe we'll do it next week. And you're like, no, no, we do it every week. And even just having the conversation, I'd be like, all right, 30 minutes, we're good. Bye. <laughs> and you know, you keep the conversation going and it's it's good. I, like it, it would never happen without you. Like I think every time I have even like a little spark of feeling like, oh, should we be competing with each other? You'll say something nice to me. And I'm like, oh, what a lovely person. I hope the best <sighs> for him too, you know? You're like the nicest dude. Oh, you're so nice too. I but also you play your your your. I'm not that nice. Tell yourself, I'm not you as yourself nice as a little you short. Look how nice you were just now. It was so nice. I'm like, well, I'm getting a little. I'm getting a little emotional. Oh, uh, <laughs> you're like, it's God, okay. no. Emotional. No, it's okay. <laughs> it might be. Maybe it's the drugs they're pumping me full of. No. Yeah, um, it's the drugs <laughs> and the straight jacket. You're just. <laughs> They've taken a lot out of me. Like my blood. Yeah. Taken a lot out of. Oh, they literally have taken a lot out of. They've ta- literally yeah. taken a lot out of me. Oh. It was one day where they just like kept drying blood like all day. I'm like, geez, how much blood can I give? It was like one. It no. was one of these days. I had a catheter in my arm set up, and they just. Well, uh, stop! Stop! Know? Stop! 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 We're good. Thank you. No more. Okay. Bye. <laughs> so, so I just want to say, Aya, that's yeah. mutual. The feeling is mutual there, and I brought that up oh, yeah, for a reason you, because. Do you feel competitive with me? Oh. I I do not. That's good. But I, you're like, what do you mean? What do you think I'm not worth competing with? No, I said that's good. I said <laughs> I know, I know. I was just. Yeah. But what I mean to say is, it's like what I. This is a perfect example of being competitive with each other. Here would ruin this. This thing happens yeah. because not just of me, it's because of both of us doing it. So it's collaboration over competition. Well, I can't even imagine like what would be fighting to talk. I guess sometimes we do. Well, this one seems so obvious to you that you like we're doing a podcast together. We're co-hosting. Yeah. We shouldn't be competing. But people have to realize that's how you should feel about a lot of the, you know, if you're in, like I said, in film school, see it the same way. We're all in this together. But we don't always need the other people. It depends on what you're doing. There's some very isolated things that you're doing. And I can see how that feeling can come on more strongly. But a lot of times, yeah, it's much more um, having other people in general and having people who understand. Like, think about it. People who do what you do understand what you do a lot better. Mm-hmm. You want those people in your court. You want to grow with those people, not against those yeah. people. That's true. You know, um, even if you're not like literally collaborating. I wish someone had given me that advice like years ago, because I think I really didn't understand that until later. So if you're young and you're listening to this. They weren't they weren't giving that in the dancing uh, studio. No, because it also wasn't a team thing. It's an individual thing. And if you're the best, then you get the solo. Oh, I see. So there really is that, that. So things like that really do foster sometimes unhealthy competition yeah oh it was very I think it was extremely unhealthy because it was like if you get a part it's like everyone hates you a little bit oh or if you even get like the spot in the front like they would tell us like sometimes it's not just going to be like by height we're going to put the better dancers in the front and we're like okay there's some black swan shake oh yeah oh it's so (laughs) so messed up yeah (laughs) I remember going to prom a long time ago Mm -hmm. obviously a long time ago 
And you know, we go to like Grand Bend and stuff afterwards for after prom. I didn't, but okay. Yeah, people do. Okay, so a lot of people did. And I, I went with someone to prom, but I don't think they, they didn't come with me afterwards to after prom. Oh. And I remember like walking around with some guys and we're just like looking for stuff to do or a party to go to or something there. And I guess this girl came by and she was like, she, they were like, yeah, there's some, uh, we can get you into this like really good party, like follow, follow me. And I followed her and she's like, wait a second. And she felt that she had to like, for us to get in, she had to arrange us by who was seen. What? Like, <laughs> she wanted to put like the best looking people basically Clearly. in yeah. front. Uh-huh. this group That's so, so when they like you know brings them to the door to let them in the in the party yeah so she's like all right she points at one you know, there's a few of us there she points at this guy she's like all right you you come up front you you you're here you and she comes to me and she goes and you and then she goes actually uh, <laughs> and, she goes, and then she goes and she goes uh. <laughs> she goes um and you gotta you gotta hit the gym a little bit right and then like <laughs> and she's like no, no maybe she not and she part, and she, no, but... she did basically no she basically said that she said you have to go to the gym she's like basically yeah like you gotta work out a little do stuff she said something like that yeah and she's like you gotta just to get it to the party so you're like okay go and then you went and like no 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 she was <laughs> you know i did it real quick time froze i went and did the whole rocky thing <laughs> yeah, and i came back montage. <laughs> rocky montage. no and i remember feeling like weirdly terrible about that like like suddenly I had to compete. I, I started to get that yeah. feeling of like competing with people around me. Yeah. But then I remember thinking I was also feeling like kind of okay about it. Cause I was like, okay, so my problems are overcomable. Like yeah, then, yeah, it's true. <laughs> this is something that like, overcomable, I maybe I, I yeah. apparently according to her reaction, I have something inherent. That's okay. You have some potential. I just, yeah. I have potential and I can, I can reach it. It's not like unreachable <laughs> for me, Yeah. but I felt kind of terrible too overall. Um, it's funny that's hilarious (laughs) it's objectively hilarious though (laughs) it is objectively hilarious yeah just like the decision making there too yeah (laughs) she Um, was literally stuck like we were like on our way somewhere and she really the other people were just like you 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 and she said you really fast to me and then she went uh she like pulled (laughs) back like she had to she started thinking about it like really could have gone either way (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's funny and that I think that feeling I think how she but the truth is I like internalized that a little bit ever since that day like I've always kind of felt that way about myself like right uh... I feel that way about you too (laughs) (laughs) just kidding you know but but when it comes to my self-esteem a little bit so I, I have a sense of humor about it I think to mask that sort of I know, Poten- but potential insecure. I guess that's like a real. There's an it's, insecurity, but it's not like a. I'm. Sh- I'm. It's because I'm really genuinely uncertain sometimes of where <laughs> I fall. I mean, welcome to life. I think you should be glad that you're not a female, because I think we deal with like a lot of that comparisons. I mean, we've talked. Yeah, about super, that I'm. Su- yeah, super glad. Yeah, really happy. We've talked about that I'm a lot. really you, happy that I'm not a woman. Yeah, really. Like, I wake up every day. Okay, and I, and relax. I'm glad. Okay. You're and a little I, too and happy I, now. And I thank God. You know, there's I actually a prayer. A are you, you're, are you <laughs> referencing the prayer? That uh, I know there is. is. Actually, I'm remembering that as I say that. Yeah. I'm yeah, jo- there's I'm, a prayer. For those listening, like... I'm making a joke. I mean, I'm happy that I'm not, but I'm making a joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's fine. You are whatever you are. So what are we talking about today? Is it competition? Take us about? out of here, Aya. Let's yeah. end this episode. All right. Let's <laughs> take us out. So um, this has been another episode of Adulthood Friends. If you liked this episode, and would like to continue listening, please 
do the subscribe or follow or whatever thing on uh, whatever you're listening on. And if you don't like the thing that you're listening on, then find us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. Or Wait Google a second. Podcasts what if that's the thing that they're listening else. on? But maybe they don't like it, so they can find us on a different one. Right. And they should also like us on Facebook. That's a big thing for us. And we have a Facebook page that yeah. Josh keeps updated well. And actually, we answer stuff, I think. Yeah, we talk. We like to interact on there. We like to interact. So I think that's about it. Anything else, Josh? <laughs> You're ready to go. It's really nice <laughs> to see you, but I know you only have two hours in your little uh, special room. I do. I do have a special room. <laughs> my special room and my special Your place. special room. Yeah. <laughs> How do we usually end this, Aya? Oh, you want to end already? No, I don't want to. I'm a big feminist. I need to say this. I'm a, I'm a <laughs> proud, proud feminist. All right. Nobody believes you anymore. I am. I am. I mean it sincerely. Uh-huh, uh-huh.